Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. If, if you do, if you got a meal. Um, well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. It's your girl, LMJ, in the place this morning. You might be Instagram live. You may be Facebook live. Hopefully, you're joining it live. And you catch me a little bit later on Rejoice on Relationship Realities. We have been in a series called The Grave Robbers Series. And I was really meditating and talking to the Lord. And I said, I see you. I see the setup. I see what you're doing. I see as you prepare us for greatness, for your call, for what you're doing for us, for your uniqueness, for just everything that you have going on. And I just appreciate you for ministering to us this this way. And so I hope um, you feel the same. You know, I always like to start with a testimony, but today I want to encourage you with scripture. And I want to encourage you um, just to remain steadfast and immovable and abiding in his word. And that's just my interpretation of that. And the reason that I'm saying abiding in his word, because it's so easy to abide or abound in something else. First Corinthians 15 and 58 says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, work, stand firm, let nothing move you. My God, stand firm and let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain. You know that your labor is not in vain. So can I tell you something? I promise you, if you sow to a thing, you're going to reap from that thing. And so I want you to remain steadfast and understand that without a doubt, the word is working. You may not think that the word is working. You may not think that God hears or sees your prayers, but the word is working. So be steadfast, be as steadfast as you are about all kinds of things. Be that steadfast in the word. Be like, make a decision today. You know what? I'm not gonna be moved uh, by my circumstances or my situations. I'm only going to be moved by what God says, who God is, and God's perfect will. Hold on. There we go. And God's perfect will for my life. I had to adjust my Instagram camera. I'm sorry. And God's perfect will for my life. And so if you make that your declaration, you know what? No matter what goes on, I'm going to become steadfast in your word. Your word is going to be my only truth. I'm not going to allow anything else to speak to me, to lead me, to guide me. I'm going to let your word be my truth. And if you assert that every day, I promise you'll start seeing more and more of God show up in your life. Part of the problem is we don't remain steadfast and then we blame God or we think the scripture isn't working or we think the preacher lied. And it's like, no, because we didn't remain steadfast. The word of God, the word of God comes to a halt. And some people are like, what do you mean the word of God will come to the halt? A word of God will pause. It'll come to a halt. And the reason that the word of God is coming to a halt is because you're not allowing 
the word to work continuously. You know, faith comes by hearing. That's one. Our faith is what moves God. Our scripture is what activates the angels. Go see Hebrews 1, 7, um, 13, and 14. Those are the scriptures. Those are the things that activate the angels. And so if we're going to see those things move, if we're going to see those things happen, then we're going to definitely stay steadfast. And that's how we're going to continuously see it happen. It's not magic. And I tell people that all the time, it's not magic. A lot of times we treat the word like magic. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm sorry, y'all, I got a little camera things going on. And then when it's not acting or moving like we feel like it should, there we go. Then we think the word is not working and the word is working and working for sure. We just need to make sure that we're not treating it like magic. It's the word of God. It's infallible and it will work for us. So just stay steadfast. Let me shout out my sponsor for the last week. This week, we were sponsored by the stylist. Thank you, Deshauna. Thank you for your faithfulness and your commitment to LMJ Ministries. We show, show appreciate you, girl. We show appreciate you, girl. We thank you for every video you shared. We thank you for your involvement. We thank you for everything that you do through the ministry. Um, we thank you for the women that you minister to through hair. Um, we thank you for your gift to the kingdom. We just thank you for all you are to the body. And we just want to say without a doubt that we appreciate you. Y'all, let's go on and get our confession in this morning. Um, and I'm going to confess and then I'm going to pray. And then we're going to get into all of um, the word today and just some things I want to share with you. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now, in Jesus' name, I declare by faith, my God, that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me, and no hinder can delay me in Jesus name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Can I tell you something? If you keep saying that, you'll begin to believe it. If you keep saying that, you'll begin to believe it. If you keep asserting yourself in your righteousness, you'll begin to believe it. You'll begin to become steadfast. You'll begin to let the word of God permeate in you. The only reason in some areas that you're not seeing the word work is because you don't understand your righteousness because you're not giving the word time to work in you. And so we rush through the word or a lot of times we even quote things that we don't understand. Like we quote in scriptures, people come up and we blessed and highly favored, but we still manipulating stuff. My God. And when you're favored, you ain't got to manipulate nothing. Right. You ain't got to. 
You ain't got to finagle nothing. You ain't got to create a circumstance, a situation. When you're in favor, you just declare favor and you pray that, my God, that's already something for someone right there. You don't have to manipulate it. You ain't got to make it work. You ain't got to pull it all up. You ain't got to do, you just got to put yourself in a position to uh, walk in his favor. So let me pray and let's get started. Father God, I thank you for this day, my God. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God, that they have ears to hear. I thank you, Father God, that the power of the Holy Spirit is activated in their life and activated in their devotional. My God. Father, we thank you for your word on today. We thank you for your spirit on today. We thank you for your joy on today. We thank you for your love on today. We thank you for your peace on today. We thank you for your grace on today. We thank you for your mercy on today. We thank you for your power on today. We thank you for your protection on today. My God, my God, my God, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We plead the blood of Jesus over this day, our homes, our cars, our mind, our spirit, our soul, our body, our children, our grandchildren, our ministries we're in partnership with, Lord God, our friends, Lord God, our city, our state, our nation, our world, our governments, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our governments today, Lord God, so that they will not be given over to a reprobate mind. We plead the blood of Jesus over marriages, Lord God. We thank you as we go into the weekend, Lord God, that we will not be wise in our own eyes, Lord God, but we will seek ye first the kingdom of heaven so that everything else can be added unto us. We thank you, Father God. We are fruit inspectors and we inspect our own fruit. Now, Father God, I thank you that the heart of your people are sensitive towards yours. I thank you that the eyes Father God, of their understanding are open to the hope and call of Christ Jesus and who you called them to be and who you fashioned them out to be, Lord God. Let them see the vision you have of their selves, Lord God. Let them see you. Let them experience you. Let them encounter you. Let miracle signs and wonders follow this word. Let marvels follow this word. Let your presence be in us today. My God, we thank you. <laughs> My God, we thank you. My God, we glorify you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we thank you. My God, we love you. We glorify you in every way. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We love you, love you, love you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me do y'all. You know, I got to say hey, y'all, to a few people. What's up, y'all? What's up, Teresa Skinner? What's up, uh, <laughs> Jillian? What's up, Melissa? How y'all doing? Hey, Jeanette. Hey, Tammy. How y'all doing? John Elmore, Katina Davis. I see y'all all in the house today. Good morning to y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. What's up, my Instagram friend? I see y'all. S. Walker. How y'all doing? I see y'all coming in. Y'all do me a favor. Y'all know what I'm going to ask. Go share the video. Put it absolutely in everybody's hands right now. I feel better now after I pray. I feel better now after I pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Holy Spirit, partner with me in every word that I say. Um, in Jesus' name. A couple more announcements. Go follow me on Instagram at just being LMAJ, but do me an even better favor. Go log onto the website and subscribe. I promise we won't spam your email. LakeishaMJohnson.com. 
come and go get subscribed and connected to us so that you can get the daily devotional and other things. And for those of you that are in partnership, let me say, I appreciate you. Do you know, uh, every time you partner with us, you not only receive the extension of the blessing that's on this ministry, but you also are helping everybody that we help. Every time we pray, every time we put the broadcast out there, every time we feed someone homeless, every time someone connects to the ministry and asks us to serve us, every time we do that, you are in partnership with us and we thank you. Do me one more favor, go get over to the website, to the Launchpad and get ready, register for one of the free courses. They're for your benefit, they're for your good, they're not a gimmick. Um, they're there for you and I love you and I appreciate you. And then don't forget back in the fall, we'll be online again with our Saturday editions, our special guests. And so if you know someone who's a heroine, hero or a heroine in their own right, hit us up with an email and just say, look, LMJ, I think you should tell this person's story. If you've never seen a Saturday interview, go over to YouTube and watch our Saturday interview. They are really, really dope interviews. Hey, for all of y'all that ordered the launch, I'm shipping books today. Those of you guys that have been purchasing, I thank y'all. I sold 20 books yesterday. I was like, glory to God. Uh, 20 books went out yesterday. Somebody bought 10. Somebody bought another 10. People have just been like, I'm going to bless people with this book. People have been blessed with the book. And they're like, man, I'm going to bless. It's so simple. 10 days in the journey teaches you how to remain steadfast and not give up on God and give up on your dream and the vision. My desire is to wake up the purpose in you so that you can watch uh, him manifest your destiny. So you could watch him manifest your destiny. I promise you the God, the, the promises of God are yes and amen. And he has not forgotten you. And guess what? You're not too old to fulfill your purpose. You're way not too old to fulfill your purpose. So let's get to fulfilling your purpose. Any of y'all been having a problem with consistency? Some of y'all are like, yep, I'm not getting up when I'm supposed to. I'm not walking. I'm not working out. I'm not eating like I'm supposed to. The reason, the reason that uh, you're not walking in it the way that you're supposed to is because you're not staying steadfast. And I know it's like you tripping. That sounds more simple. Can I tell you something? Consistency and persistence will pay off. The only reason that you see me or see the things that I'm doing, people are like, but you make it seem so easy. It's because consistency and persistency, persistence, my persistence is paying off. And so every time I build myself up in the word, it's paying off. And I promise you, it will pay off for you. God is no respect of a person. And the same thing that he does for me, that's good, Paula Cheney. The same thing that he does for me is the same thing that he'll do for you. Paula said, I will not let my flesh, my flesh is not the boss of me. And I promise you that has to become your mentality that my flesh is not the boss of me, that the principalities, the enemy is not the boss of me. So I just want to have a little, um, I, I just want to have, I got you. I just want to have a little uh, conversation with you. I want to take you through this scripture. We are rounding out the woman with the issue of blood. We know the miracle occurs at the point that she meets Jesus. But I need you to see some important things in this last little part of scripture for you to, for you to focus on so that it helps you. Remember, we're at the point where she's already realized the doctors could do absolutely nothing for her. As a matter of fact, the scripture says they made her what? 
They made her absolutely worse. They turned a worse situation into a more situation. And this morning I was meditating and I was asking the Lord, I said, what happens? And he said, it's because you guys reach for my God, alternative things instead of reaching for me first. You reach for alternative things. If a situation or a circumstance arises in your life, you'll call your girlfriend, you'll call your mama, you'll call absolutely anybody else before you reach for me first. And I'm trying to tell you what you need is in me. And so you go and start operating and manipulating and doing things in your own strength. And what it ha what happens and what it says is, Push, you push Jesus out. My gosh, you push Jesus out the way. And so you just move him onto the side. And I know somebody is like, so if I'm taking medicine, is it pushing him out to say, wait, I'm not telling you not to take his medicine. But every time you take that medicine, you better say, this is the last time I'm going to take this medicine. This is the last time I'm going to take this medicine because the healing power of God is working inside of me. And so when you reach for all other alternatives, you push God out the way. And what you say to God is, I'm strong. I don't need you. I'm so strong. I don't need you. Can I tell you something? You're not going to reach the miracle until you get to the point that it's not in your own strength. You're not. I, I promise you, I want to shout this. You're not going to reach the miracle until you get to the point that you realize it's not in my own strength. It's not in my own strength. I'm not can't do this on my own. And we want to appear to be strong. Uh, and a lot of times we see other people in their journey, or we'll see how other people handle this, or this world has manipulated us, making you think that only the strong arise, when actually the word tell, tells us that in our perfect, in our weaknesses, in our weaknesses is actually when we learn to overcome. And our weaknesses is when he becomes strong. And the point that we say, I don't have capacity and control over this. I need you to take this thing over. That's what happened when she, my God, when she reached for Jesus and there's nothing wrong with you to the point of saying, I can't do this. My God, by myself, I don't have the strength for this. I don't have the knowledge for this. I don't have the wisdom for this. And if you turn and put yourself and put your pride down and say, I don't have the strength for this. This is when he can come in. But when you keep trying to manage it in your own strength and you call mom and him and we have all of this other stuff going here. You've got to get yourself in a position where you realize it's not in your own wisdom. It's not in your strength. You cannot do this without the partnership of the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, some of y'all ought to throw the towel in on yourself today and say, you know what, self, I'm done with your false. My God, I'm done with your false sense of strength that teaches me to build a life without Christ or without God or without partnership. You manage in relationships in your own strength. They keep returning to the same situation. They keep failing. Your relationship with your children not improving. Your marriage is not improving. Your job relationships are not improving because you keep trying to manage them in your own strength and because you won't let God get in the situation. And every time the Holy Spirit tries to raise up and tell you how to handle a situation, 
You quench him and grieve him and say, I'm not doing it like that. And, and that's not the successful way to management. And the Lord is sitting, I know he's sitting here shaking his head. And Jesus is like, I got power, my God, in heaven and earth, in my hands. I have the capacity to fix and change this situation with one word. But because you've made a decision, you know better than me, I can't even get in the way. I, I can't get in the way. I can't get in the way. I can't get in the way. I can't move them around. I can't deal with your enemy. I can't fix this. I can't move because you won't even admit that you're too weak to handle this situation. And I know we're like, my, my God, but we confess and we confess. You're supposed to confess. But when you confess in Christ, the scripture tells you not to boast in yourself anyway. When I confess in Christ, my God, when I confess in Christ, when I'm saying, you know what? I don't have this. I can't. I can't hold this. I can't do this. I need you, Father, to do this. I need you, Father, to help me with this. I Help me. When the man of God said, I, I'm trying to believe, help me with my unbelief. But instead of us being honest, and God knows whether or not you believe what you're saying. He knows if you just quote scripture without no weight in the word. He knows if you're just saying things that seem successful and whether or not you trust and believe that and people around you will begin to know, too, because you're going to know them by their fruit. You're going to know them by your fruit. And this world has taught us that we don't get to be weak or we don't get to say Psalms 46, 1 and 3. It says God is our refuge and our strength and our present help in our time of trouble. God is your God is your reference. Yo, he's the reference point. And so the reason the miracle occurred for her is because she got out of her own way. She made a decision. Can I tell you something? You might as well go for it. You might as well pursue him. You might as well put him in the position. You might as well take yourself off the throne and lay yourself at his feet. Ain't nothing else working for you anyway. Ain't nothing else working for you anyway. I, it ain't I, I, it ain't nothing. That's how I had. That's how I got here. That's how I started experiencing the power of God in my life. I was so strong in my own strength. I was relying on myself and I was wearing myself out. I was wearing myself out. Standing up in the word is one thing. Standing up in your own strength. And a lot of people don't know the difference between the two is completely different. God is your strength. Um, Proverbs 18 and 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it are safe. So if a health situation arises against you, what are you going to do? You're going to keep talking about, oh, I got um, this. I got that. I got this. Are you going to keep focusing on that? Are you going to take refuge in the one who's longing for you to take refuge in him? Exodus 15 and 2, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me great victory. This is my God. He is looking. The Lord is like, I'm, I'm here. He told him in Deuteronomy 31 and 8, it's the Lord, the God that goes before you. My God, some of y'all been trying to get doors to open in your strength. And the Lord is like, it's me that goes before you. You don't even, baby, you don't even have to, you ain't got to manipulate this thing. You ain't got to try this thing in your own strength. As a matter of fact, the minute you stand down, 
The minute you lay this damn thing down before me, the minute you kick your feet back and you say, you know what? This ain't on me. This ain't on my degrees. This ain't on me. This this ain't on me anyway. The minute you lay it down, the minute you surrender, the minute you submit it to him, he's going to move. Psalms 34, 17 says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their trouble, from all their trouble. But if you pushing them out the way, because you got this. I got this. I got this. If you pushing him out the way because you're not surrendering to him, then my God, your help can't come. Your, your help can't come. Your help can't get in the way. She finally got out of her own way. That's why the miracle occurred. She finally got in a position. That's why it happened. This is why it changed because her help, she got out of her own way and we stand in our way in our finances and can i tell you something sometimes we don't want to invite god in because we don't want to be accountable for what he's about to say next we don't and that's the truth we don't want to be accountable for what he's going to require of us and so we we're in these circumstances and we're in these situations and god is trying to move for us and he can't move for us because we won't Luke 12, 25 and 26, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry? Why don't you take your rest? And I know it is so hard when sickness is in your body. I know it's hard. I know it's hard when sickness is in your body. I know it's hard when you overwhelm and you consume. I know that's a very difficult place. I know it's, when you're, I know it's hard when your money is funny. I know it's hard when you are looking at your kids and they're living contrary to what you got. But I'm getting ready to give you a standard to apply to your life. I wanted to give you something practical today to apply to your life so it can help you so that you won't be like this woman with the issue of blood tearing. And even if the miracle has not occurred yet, that you learn to seek God's face instead of operating in this thing in your own strength. And when your anxiety rises up, and all of these other things rise up, then you'll put these things in place so that God can move on your behalf. Things have to be practical in the word also. You have to apply the things in the word also. So a, a perfect example, you get diagnosed with something. The doctor calls today and your lab reports don't look good. And so I, my, the lab, the doctor called and said, it looks like I have a particular illness or it looks like your you looks like you look like you have diabetes that's what the doctor says so the doctor says first of all do not come into agreement with it <laughs> do, do not come into agreement with what the doctor says the minute that the doctor gives you the diagnosis the first thing that you need to say is that's fine but do not come into agreement with that don't take that in agreement don't sign up for that don't start confessing that even if you want your prayer partners to pray about it, do not come into agreement with what the doctor says. Do not assign that to yourself. Don't assign that to yourself. And usually the first thing that happens is once something is diagnosed, if your money is looking funny, do not assign, do not take ownership of that thing. Do not take ownership of that thing. Don't let, don't, don't take ownership. That's my first thing to you. The second thing that you need to do is pray and ask the father about what's going on, on here. 
pray and ask God, God, what's happening here? What's, what's going on here? Stop, pause and pray and ask him for the wisdom of the situation. Because I'm telling you after a diagnosis, doctors are going to tell you what surgeries to have. They're going to tell you what medications are to be put on. You better consult the Holy Spirit on what you're supposed to do next, because that may not be for you. And if you'll slow down, I don't care how crazy they tell you this. If you slow down and ask the Holy Spirit, show me what we're doing here. Show me how to handle this situation. Show me even the people that I need to talk to about this situation so I can pray and then find every scripture on healing. Find every scripture on your money. Find every scripture on whatever you're dealing with. Take those scriptures and apply them three times a day until faith comes in. Faith grows. Faith grows. And so you're going to have to apply those things multiple times a day until faith comes in. So then anxiety will leave. Worry will leave. All of those things will begin to leave. That's how you handle that. Not in your own strength. That's handling that with the wisdom and the strength of God. That's saying, Father, I don't have the strength for this. I don't have the strength for this. So you're going to have to navigate me through this process. I'm yielding and surrendering even this to you. I'm going to yield and surrender even this to you. That's some. That's That's how you do it. Seek God first, even when the circumstance comes up. Even if it's something funny, if that's not just help, you can apply that to your money and everything. That's a practical way to apply and to deal with a bad report. That's a practical way to bring God in on the first end instead of reaching for alternatives and not trusting him with the circumstance of the situation. If you, That's how you learn to seek God first and put him first. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if your husband called you mine and tell you I'm walking out. Pause, pray, consult God about it and watch what God will do for you in this situation. Jeanette Roman, you better. That's it. I cancel every sign that you ever came in agreement with. That's it. That's not of God. My God, woman of God, that's not of God. That's not of God. She just put something powerful. Cancel the agreement. Cancel the assignment. Plead the blood of Jesus over it and watch God give you the wisdom for every situation you need. I love y'all. I got to get out of here. I am out of time. Y'all enjoy the weekend. I think I'll be back Monday unless God tells me to take a little break. So I'll see y'all back Monday morning. Y'all lift up the ministry. 